What if your life was a dance? What if you could learn to perform it with grace and power? My name is Tudor Alexander, and I want to be your partner as we choreograph the dance of life. Join me as we share in some of the most meaningful life lessons and strategies that I've discovered in my career as a professional athlete and entrepreneur. We'll talk business, transformation, gratitude, and everything in between as we dance our way through life. Together, we'll learn and navigate life's changes and dance to whatever the music is playing. Are you ready? It's time for the dance of life. What's up, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to have you in this episode and to share with you the end of the year. Well, it's technically almost been a year. I started this podcast in January, but this is my final episode of 2018. I'm going to be taking a little break here, and I wanted to put a a year-end episode together to summarize all of the awesome things that have happened to look forward to the future and see what are the awesome things that are going to be happening in the near future and next year and so on. So thank you so much for joining me. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or since the beginning, I am super, super grateful to you because this has been quite a ride. You know, I want to first acknowledge that we have a new intro. As you can see, I changed the name of the podcast. That's very significant. Uh, that's going to be a different name now for several reasons. I'll explain that later, but it's really been the culmination of of my life and the direction I'm going in. So I'm very excited to share all of that with you. It's one thing that I often say is that, uh, you have to excuse me, my voice is a little raspy. I'm running with this cold that everybody's been having lately. But anyway, one thing that I always say and I, I talk to people about is that it's very valuable when you give them your listening. When you When you give somebody just the ability to listen, uh, to somebody else and, and for them to express what they believe. That is super valuable. So I am very grateful to you for listening uh, and for being with me on this journey as I've figured myself out and figure out what I like to talk about and what I can make a difference with and what other people enjoy hearing. So thank you for being with me. If you're just joining, it's an exciting ride and I'm really excited for even more what's to come in the future. So, you know, this podcast where it was, it it started a year ago around January, uh, I think, 3rd or 4th. It was my first episode. And it was on the beginning of a inspiration to write a book and to want more creativity in my life, to become an entrepreneur, all these types of things. At the time, I was working for a company. Now I'm not. Now I'm self-employed. I'm super happy and fulfilled, and it's awesome. It's not easy. Anybody who's self-employed will tell you that, but it is the most rewarding thing in the world. And especially if you like freedom, if you're a creative person, being self-employed is priceless. I will never work for anybody again. I don't care if I have to sweep streets. I'll never probably have to do that, hopefully. But the point is that once you've tasted your freedom, uh, it, it is truly priceless. So anyway, this podcast started, like I said, about a year ago when I was feeling all these things and I wanted to get more creative. I wanted to start expressing myself. I love writing. I've been writing since I was you know, a little kid about stuff. And and I've always wanted to write a book, which is what I'm doing now. So the podcast was a platform for me to start talking about the things that were really important to me at the time to share my life. Like anybody else, you know, you have your social uh, social sharing, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Medium, you know, YouTube, have all these things. Everybody's got their thing. And the podcasting uh, seems to have been mine. You know, I like to talk. So that's a great, great avenue to do that. This podcast started as something that I had no idea about. I mean, it was, I've never really podcasted before. Prior to this, 
I spent about a year or so goofing off with one of my best buddies, Elijah, which maybe, you know, down the road, we might actually create a podcast again, because it was a lot of fun. I, I think people would really enjoy it. But at the time, that's what really got me introduced into this whole world. I've only been in doing this for about two years. But the first year, it was just my buddy and I just making some fun, you know, recordings and sharing it with people who had no clue about all these different places you could publish your podcast or how to get into iTunes, you know, whatever, how to make good audio, you know, that's been a journey on its own. I mean, it's just been crazy trying to figure out exactly how to get a good voice, good audio quality. It's such a, you know, I'm a professional athlete, I'm a professional ballroom dancer, and there's so much detail in what we do. Obviously, you know, we choreograph everything, and the same goes for anything else. And whenever you're learning something new, it's just been present to how much detail and how many little quirks and things you have to learn with everything, whether it's audacity, whether it's, you know, if you're on your own business, it's learning how to use social media or Wix or all these different tools that there are. It's crazy. Everything is its own little world. So it's been a real journey. And, you know, just to give you a summary, I'm pretty proud of this because this was really my first year podcasting. And in the first year I recorded 116 episodes. I interviewed, I had 48 interviews. I was featured on Podbean. I have 17,000 downloads this year, you know, the first year. Uh, I got into Insight Timer, which is an app uh, that does meditation. If you haven't heard about it, it's growing rapidly. It's a really cool app. I'm a teacher on there. Uh, basically, that's another place that I publish my content. But on Insight Timer, I've had, I have uh, over 1,200 subscribers now. I've had 45,000 plays. You know, it's it's been awesome. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. I've got to share my music on there. I got to share a bunch of these episodes. Uh, it's it's not as frequently as on here. I'm only allowed to do it once a week, obviously. So here through the podcast, I can create as much as I want. But Insight uh, makes me only have one episode per week. So, but anyway, it's great because they put you in front of everybody. And, you know, people can actually get exposed to your stuff. So I, I've been interviewed on other you know, places like a local radio station here, other podcasts. I'm going to give a shout out to some buddies of mine, my new buddies, actually. Sean at Life's Transformation Radio, uh, Wealthy Wednesday with Lucy, uh, and Alex with uh, Report Advantage. I've been interviewed on all those shows. Really great shows, really cool topics, very unique, each one of them. Uh, and they're, they're a pleasure to have an interview on there. So, you know, all in all, this has been... Uh, quite a journey. Like I said, I started it without knowing anything. And at the time, it was just a way for me to voice the things that were important to me, which is, you know, in the very beginning, if you look at some of those episodes, they were a lot about creating a life that you love, taking action. Uh, They started to evolve into transformation. I, I interviewed people on being an entrepreneur, on creating a life that they love, on, you know, what, you know, what type of transformative events and how did they change their perspectives according to the jobs that they're doing, to the work that they're doing. You know, I wanted to basically create a a place for transformation to be something that we can talk about on a daily basis, something that's interesting, something that you could see even if you're working at McDonald's, there's transformation in in your work. So those are the types of things that I was doing. And at the time, you know, if you have been listening to this podcast, you know, for a while, you know that it was called The Seven Transformations. This was a book idea that I had several years ago, about two or three years ago now. And uh, when I started this podcast, I wanted to basically create the podcast to help me talk about transformation and some of the ideas that I was going to write in this book. And this book was kind of my 
segue, so to speak, into getting more out there with public speaking, with, you know, other life coachy stuff and, and helping people, you know, in, in ways that I don't have to necessarily be there physically, like through recordings, obviously through materials, maybe through group classes, all kinds of things. Those are all things that I want to do in the future on top of what I'm doing now and kind of expand, uh, you know, the things that I'm doing. And over the course of this year, you know, it's been a not a U-turn in a sense, but more like, okay, wait a minute, let me adjust. Because when I first created the seven transformations, I, I made a whole website. I mean, I, I put a lot of work into it. Let me tell you, rebranding is a very, very big hassle. I am, that's why, that's a big reason why I'm taking a break between now and uh, I believe the 14th or so we'll be back. But anyway, the point is like, I need a couple of weeks just to, there's so much involved with changing direction, even ever so slightly, you know, I'm not like canceling a show or doing anything like that, but really it's, it's just getting everything to be consistent and being consistent is the number one thing. You know, if you're in business, uh, it's all about believing your game and believing what you, you have to sell, you know, and it's not about selling. It's about really believing what you have to give to that other person. If you really believe that what you have to give will make a difference for that person, then selling will sell itself. You don't have to sell anything, you know. And so as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, uh, as a dancer, as any anything that uh, you happen to be, whether you're, you know, working customer service for somebody, you know, I've, I've had customer service calls with people where, you know, they were terrible because they didn't want to be there, you know, and I've been there too. I know what that's like, but there's also times, you know, the other day I, I had a Microsoft Surface that I ordered and anyway, long story short, I called Microsoft to, to get technical support on it. And the girl who talked to me was like above and beyond what anybody would expect with customer service. I mean, she was just amazing. She was like so you know, she really believed in what she was offering, you know, and that was refreshing because usually you expect people who are working for another company to be, you know, to be cynical about what it is, you know, just being there nine to five collecting a check, but she really went above and beyond. So the difference in anything, to go back to the point, is belief. You know, what do you believe and how specific is that? You know, if it takes you a while to explain what you believe, then you're not specific enough. It's got to be simple, it's got to be direct, and it's got to be cohesive throughout everything that you offer. So if you have four or five offerings or book ideas or businesses, what value do they rally around? You know, these are big questions. These are huge questions. And they don't come easy. They don't come overnight. They come through trial and error. They come through experimentation. And there's something that I feel everybody has to ask themselves, not not just if you're an entrepreneur. I think if you're an entrepreneur, and I had an episode about this and how entrepreneurship, you know, transformed my life in the sense that it forces you to ask, to ask these questions. You know, you have to, you know, for a happy and fulfilled life, for a happy and fulfilled relationship, if you're in your relationship and you don't know what you believe in terms of your values or, you know, whatever, what you believe about the future of that relationship, if you don't know what you believe about that, then there is no future, you know, and, and it's not going to, it's not going to go anywhere. The same thing with, with anything in life. So you have to believe, you know, and ask yourself these questions, these important big questions. What is it you believe? Why do you believe it? You know, how can you, what's the overarching value? Those kind of things. And entrepreneurship forces you to do that. Running your own business forces you to do that because if you don't, believe your game. You don't believe who you are and what you have to offer. You don't make money. So it, your survival is directly linked to that kind of creative thinking. Whereas when you have a job, uh, at least, you know, maybe let's say a, a low to mid-end job, you're not really 
paid to be creative. You're paid to execute. So uh, in that sense, it, it, we can kind of get away with not asking these questions, but they're very important. So for the last year, for me, that has been a major transformative experience. You know, as I've created these different types of episodes about entrepreneurship, creating a life you love, transformation, I even started, you know, doing the dance your way through life uh, thing mid-year. Uh, Seven transformations had a lot of episodes on spirituality and and transformation and, and basically my whole idea that I want to write, you know, a couple of years from now, which is the spiritual plumbing and how to uh, how to transform, you know, ener- energetically, all those kinds of things. If you're into the chakras, if you're into those kinds of things, I want to create a modern book that's simple, that's easy, that gives you a guide to how to transform and, and what are the the regular things that you need to do on an ongoing basis to to live a fulfilled life. You know, from my own experience, I've, I've experienced a lot of things. I've been very great, you know, lucky. I'm grateful to have experienced. A wide variety of like personal growth things. I've always been curious about those kinds of things. So I've experienced stuff on the the energy woo side, you know, like Reiki and energy healing and chakra balancing and all this kind of stuff. If you're into that, if you're not into that, that's cool. I've you know I've also been to you know like personal growth retreats where you do more like languagey stuff, you know, Tony Robbins, those kind of things. So ultimately, I've had a lot of uh, things on top of my career as a professional athlete, you know, that, that in and of itself has been a, a quite a journey. So all those things combined, uh, you know, have created a, a an overarching uh, theme, you know, and, and that is the dance of life. The dance of life for me was actually an old domain that I had several years ago, I think like nine or 10 years ago. And Long story short, I ended up selling it. It was something that I wanted to create really my brand at the time. You know, this was actually before I even worked for a company. I was self-employed for a little while after college. And I I was trying to do what I would do now, but I had no technical expertise. I had no little experience, that kind of thing. It was just more of a dreamer in that sense. So, uh, you know, life is funny how it works out. I ended up this domain, danceoflife.com. It's a great name. I, I love it. And I ended up finding it again. It was available and I got it for like half price. You know, it's, I bought it on GoDaddy. It was listed for like $1,500. And I went and I found it on Cedo, which is like a, an Asian GoDaddy version. And literally it was like half the price. So I, I'm like, is this a scam or something? And so I looked into it and lo and behold, it was pretty much, you know, the same, you know, same domain, half price. So I ended up buying it. And I'm rebranding everything because the dance of life, what that meant to me, and this is a good kind of turning point, especially looking forward into where this podcast is going to go. You know, dancing for me is more than just rhinestones and glitter and all this kind of stuff that you may be seeing on Dancing with the Stars or, you know, World of Dance or whatever, which is, you know, they're nice shows, they're impressive. But dancing for me personally has been a very spiritual, uh, personal growth-oriented activity. I've learned a lot through dancing, through being a competitor. It's a subjective sport, so you know you have to deal a lot with with failure that's not explainable by any objective standards. There's no finish line. Uh, you know you have to deal with balancing two opposing extremes. One of them, for example, is um, you know like the athleticism that you have to create on top of being expressive and telling an authentic story and all these things which those kind of things they they go hand in hand at a high level but initially they're very uh opposite of each other you know if i'm working really hard on being an athlete and, and conditioning my body and training i'm super focused you know 
and you're super serious. And the other side of it is, okay, let me be authentic. Let me be expressive. Let me be fun. Let me, you know, do those kind of, if you think about that, that's really like, you could put that in any, these two opposing extremes, these opposing dynamics, this, this dance of life, which is created by two opposing forces. This is everywhere. And this is my whole point. You know, even the book that I'm writing, Dance Your Way Through Life, and you can read more about that on my website. Uh, it is all about learning to see life as a dance because in reality, everything that works on the outside also works on the inside. You know, the, the, to me, dancing is, is a beautiful expression of the laws of nature happening right before us. You know, they're happening right here, right in front of us. And if we can learn and study dancing and study movement, study change and how does change work, then you have an access to everything else in your life, like relationships, partnerships, uh, leading, following energy, when to move, when to not, you know, those kind of things. So there's a lot of really interesting things for me that I've learned through dancing that I want to share with people. And I don't feel that you need to be a dancer to learn it. I don't feel that you need to be a dancer or even have stepped foot in a dance studio to uh, to benefit from these ideas. It's simple. You know, there's, there's a lot of simple things, you know, a lot of simple metaphors. Like, for example, if you lean forward at some point, and I talk about this a lot in the book, like these kind of examples, but I'll give you one right now. If you lean forward and you you keep leaning forward. Eventually, you're going to fall off balance. Why? Because gravity. Gravity is pulling at you constantly. So, you know, try that exercise and see how your mental state is the, the more you lean forward. The more you lean forward, chances are you're not going to be thinking very creatively. You're not going to be very relaxed. You're not going to be, you know, super excited to fall. I mean, your your survival mechanism is kicking in to tell you, hey, watch out. You're going to fall. You know, rebalance. Watch out. You know, those kind of things. So, when when you have momentum, when you have that forward off-balance momentum, it's very difficult to be creative. In the same sense, now you can experience that physically very easily, listening to this podcast, standing up, using your phone, whatever. And you can take that experience that you just experienced through your body, through your senses. It's a visceral experience. And now use that to see that your mind can give you momentum, something that you can't see. You can't see your mind. It's a, it's a structure of information. So now when you have commitments and pressure and logistics and stress and all these things moving you in a particular direction, you know, I have to get to work at, you know, at this particular time and I got to do this is there's a particular path that you are put on. That is a direction and it has momentum with it. You know, there's a, there's a certain energy and, and movement to that, to those decisions, to that structure, to that schedule. And understanding that when you're under momentum, it's a lot more difficult to change direction, right? It's a lot more difficult to think creatively. It's a lot more difficult to be calm, those kind of things. So this is a very simple, you know, uh, simplified example. But the idea is that you can use the physical world of movement to understand the invisible world of, you know, decisions, feelings, emotions, relationships, agreements, all these things that are invisible. They're all in language or information or you know, energy, whatever else. So I really feel that dancing has a very powerful uh, tool. It's a powerful tool that you can use to understand those things. And that's my goal. You know, my goal is to really use what I know as a professional and to try to relate it as simply as possible to somebody who is curious. At the very least, you're curious. You're curious about personal growth. You're curious about getting more out of life, about learning uh, things about tr entrepreneurship, about transformation, gratitude, these three things that I 
I really want to focus on, you know, in the next uh, year and beyond. You know, those three things have been the the main areas where I've I've gotten great feedback with people. And all this year, in the last year, I've experimented quite a lot. I've tried a lot of different things. Like I said, I started this would have no clue where I was going. I had an idea. I I was passionate about a lot of different things that I like to talk about. But it's been a year of finding my direction. And in that year, I've had a lot of good feedback on three things. The first one is gratitude. Everybody has found, whether it's been through the podcast, on Facebook, on Insight Timer, especially there's a lot of, a lot of great listener feedback there. Uh, so it's gratitude has been a huge one. You know, basically people found a lot of value in getting these little daily reminders or having, you know, hearing stories about gratitude, gratitude meditations, uh, whatever, you know, so I, I'm definitely going, and that's been a big thing in my life. I've noticed that gratitude is by, by far, I would say the most important thing to have on a continual basis. One of them for sure is to continually find and refine what you're grateful for. That's it. You know, so I am going to, I plan on writing a book on it on creating different classes. I have a lot of really cool things with it, but gratitude is definitely one of the things that I will be blogging and podcasting on a regular basis. The other, the second one is transformation. Transformation can be a lot of different things. I've interviewed a lot of different people on their own transformative journeys, uh, on their, on the, the things that they've learned spiritually, on personal growth, uh, lessons that they've had. You know, transformation for me is, is very, very important. It's very interesting because really it is the access to a beautiful life and, and the wisdom that life has to offer, the the breakthroughs that you get when you learn something new, when you become aware of something that you weren't before. That's just to me is so fascinating. That whole process is transformation. And it's something that I'm very uh, passionate about. You know, I think it's a very important thing in today's world, especially where we, we get caught up in a lot of things that are very quick and easy. You know, something that's going to make you money, something that's going to give you attention and fame and power and control. All these things take no time. You know, you can get money in an instant. Somebody can buy something for, from you right away. You know, uh, you can get power, you can get control, you can get attention. Those things are, are relatively short term things. And with technology, it's only making those, the, the hunger for those things and the pursuit for those things much, you know, much more available, much faster. It's easier to get rich these days, you know, those kind of things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. I, I love money. I think money is great. You know, it's a vehicle to enjoying your life. But what we aren't getting with all of this access and quick, speedy stuff is character and patience and wisdom and all these things that require transformation and require time. So transformation is a very valuable thing. I've got a lot of good feedback on it. And I I will be continuing to have it as a, as a main topic in the podcast and blogging that I do. The final topics are gratitude transformation. And the final topic for the, the coming year and the years beyond is really entrepreneurism. I, I love business. I love new ideas. I love thinking creatively. I feel fundamentally that we are all here with a creative gift to share with everybody else what you're good at, what you're passionate about, what your strengths are, what curiosity has led you to discover, you know, what curiosity has led you to be passionate about. I feel that all of that is, you know, entrepreneurism to me is not about capitalism. It's not about making money. Entrepreneurism is about, remember earlier I said that, you know, you, it forces you to ask these 
big questions, these tough questions, like, why am I doing this? What do I believe? What can I give to people? Who am I? These are, you know, these are spiritual questions. And through capitalism, we can actually experience that spiritual growth, uh, at least I feel so, through entrepreneurism. You know, becoming an entrepreneur forces you to ask these really hard questions of yourself and to continually evaluate yourself in terms of what you're giving to other people and value. And it's a very, uh, it combines the earthly world of money and success and business, which is all very exciting, with the spiritual world of personal growth and who you are and and what do you have to offer? What value can you bring? You know, why are you doing the things you're doing? Those kind of things. So entrepreneurism to me is a very, very interesting and exciting uh, realm that I personally, all these realms, gratitude, transformation, entrepreneurism, there's something that I plan on continually educating myself on. You're never done learning. So it's something that I want to also share with you along the way as I develop those things. And the final thing is music. You know, I'm music is a, I'm a musician. If you don't know, I've been playing piano since I was like six years old. So you can check my album out on SoundCloud. It's, uh, on Bandcamp as well. It's called Musical Thoughts, A Journey Through Improvisation, but it's on my SoundCloud, so you can check it out there. But anyway, on Inside Timer 2, actually, I've uploaded most of my tracks there for free, so you can listen to all of it for free. It's it's a, it's a been a big achievement, and I have so many musical projects planned for the next year and beyond. I have a pop album planned. I have so many fun things. A lot of people have really enjoyed it. I, I tend to play, at least with the piano album I released in May, very relaxing music. I put some nature sounds to it. Uh, I want to make some guided meditations with it down the road. So there's a lot of cool things that I hope to share in the coming year and beyond with my music. So I hope all those things are something that you find value in that they contribute to your life because it's something that it's, I'm really passionate about and I'm really excited to be able to have an audience and people that, uh, that I can share that with. So with that said, you know, some of the challenges that I've had with this podcast in the last year is uh first one is is learning about the quality of the audio i mean it has just been and i and i thank you again i thank you if you've been listening to this for a while and you've been here because there is nothing greater than having somebody give you the benefit of the doubt you know i i have learned quite a bit i mean it took me almost a year to figure out how to properly remove noise there's so many parameters in audacity alone i mean if you know anything about music editing you know i have a buddy who uses fruity loops it's just you know, the learning curve for those things you got i feel like i went to college for nothing you know they should have a, a whole college on how to use these different apps that we have to use like audacity and instagram and all these things to use them proficiently and really well you know it's it's really been a, a daunting challenge but it took me about a year to really figure out how to create audio and audio quality i've I've had some disruptive events in my life that forced me to record on my phone a couple times. So if you were, and I know those recordings weren't the best quality. So I really thank you for stomaching it through. I tried to do my best with them and remove the noise and make them a little better. But uh, as you can see, this one right now, this is on my RE20 microphone, which is a very nice microphone. But thank you. Thank you for you know being there as I'm learning to create you know uh, an exciting and dynamic audio for people to listen to. Uh, the other thing was, was branding too. You know, the second challenge I've had with this, and I've kind of talked about this throughout this episode is that I have a lot of ideas, you know, initially it was the seven transformations. And then as I'm doing that, I realized, you know, I, I had some crazy things happen in my life. Initially what, 
this year, what happened was I was planning on quitting my job. And uh, once I would quit my job, I was thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to save up some money and then, you know, try to be a life coach, get into public speaking. I mean, I had no idea what I was going to do. I thought I was done with dancing, with teaching, dancing, all that stuff. And uh, long story short, you know, I, I had some crazy things happen at my job. I, I pretty much got fired, you know, uh, like a week or two or three before or after I gave my six months notice. So, uh, you know, what that did was it plummeted me into a a new world, you know, of, okay, well, what do I do now? And in the process, I got back on my feet. I started teaching again. I was, I kept practicing. I knew that I wasn't done professionally. So, uh, with, with dancing, I still wanted to compete for a couple of years because I'm, I'm 34. So I still have some time, but it really forced me to, to reevaluate my life, you know, because, uh, having to survive, I was like, okay, what, what am I doing? You know? And then I, okay, let me teach. But I, I want to teach in my way. I don't want to, I thought I was done with teaching because all I was teaching was steps, especially when you're working for some other place, you have to do it according to how they want you to, whether you're working at McDonald's or a restaurant or whatever, you know, you can't do things the way you want to. And that's been the beauty of becoming self-employed. And over the process of this year with this podcast, with the things I've been writing and so on, I've had an epiphany of how to bring more value to the people in my life, you know, and my clients, uh, my listeners and my podcast. And it's all come together, man. I mean, like I said, I started with the seven transformations thing to be able to talk about transformation. And over the summer after that whole thing happened, I had a, an old book idea that was another book idea. It's called Dance Your Way Through Life. And I thought it was, oh, that'd be a clever little idea to, you know, to relate these principles from dancing you know, to, to life. And like I said earlier, basically like momentum, for example. And as I started to work on that, it became a real thing for me. It became like, you know what, this is more real to me now than the transformation stuff, because I'm doing this right now. You know, this needs to be my first book, you know? So I, I did like a, a little adjustment and throughout the process of that adjustment and getting back connected to who I am, who I am right now, uh, you know, I've created a lot of ideas. I had dance your way through life. I had seven transformations. I wanted to write a, a, a gratitude book, you know? So I was like, man, how do the, how do all of these things fit into one brand? And I finally figured it out, which is danceoflife.com, which is very cool. I'm very excited for it. If you haven't got a chance, I'm, I'm totally going to shamelessly promote my website because I spent probably like 30 hours creating it. And I'm super proud of it. So if you can, look at it on desktop because it's got some cool parallax scrolling. So I'm just really proud of it. If you want to check it out, you can, uh, you know, and share it with your friends. It's it's really fun and it really tells a story. So I'm very excited to finally feel a little more certain in that sense about where everything is going. So what you can expect from me in the future is a lot more consistency, a lot more consistency in the branding and the message of who I am and what I have to offer. Like I said, Gratitude, transformation, entrepreneurism, maybe a little music sprinkled here and there, but those are really the messages that I've taken from this year and moving forward. And uh, with the backdrop of my expertise and my background as a professional athlete, I hope to really convey some very valuable lessons to people, whether you're owning your own business or not, whether you're in a relationship or not, you know, whatever. I, I really feel that the dancing and especially, you know, in the level that I've experienced it as a professional, I think that there's a lot of valuable things for anybody, regardless of their experience. Um, I, I still have a couple challenges with this project in, in the near future though. And 
The second challenge uh, that I want to list is that it's difficult for me to gauge engagement with this with this podcast. You know, I, I'm on Insight Timer. If you're not familiar with that, go check it out. It's an app. It's free. You can download it. They have a subscription if you want to, but it's, it doesn't. You don't need it to participate in the offerings and the meditation stuff. But it's a really cool app. So, for example, on Insight Timer, I get a lot of engagement because it gives me a a platform that I can monitor my comments on the things that I post and so on. So with podcasting, it's very difficult to get your engage. It's not like Instagram where you post an image, people like it, they can comment, boom, really super easy, whatever. You know, podcasting is it's it's still its own little world, you know, and and anybody who does podcasting will tell you it is uh there's no like Facebook for podcasting, you know, there's no Facebook for audio. It's it's still evolving as an industry and it's exciting it's really fun but one thing that's been a challenge for me is connecting to you connecting to uh people who listen on a regular basis you know i've I've had some people reach out to me emailing me things like that but like for example through my Lipson uh host I, I don't see you know i don't have comments i don't have anywhere i can reply to people or check you know so i i pretty much rely on uh either people going to my facebook page and chatting or you know reaching out to me personally so that's one thing i would really love to experience more so i i signed up for a soundcloud account you can do comments on there uh if you're not on inside timer check it out my facebook page has had a big revamp so you can check that out i have a much better website too so you can check that out too so i'm hoping that all of these things will make it easier to connect you know at the end of the day i would love to hear your input on on future episodes on things that you liked things that you didn't like and and give me an idea of what you what you think should go in here what's going to find value to you or even reach out hey i have a a story to tell you or a question reach out you know and let's see where that will take us you know and the final challenge with this at least in the short term is time you know i i've been publishing two episodes a week and to be honest with you i'm again i'm going to shamelessly promote myself and pat myself on the back because i've had a lot of crazy stuff happen this year and I'm not necessarily going to go into it right now because I've already been talking for a while. But it's it's been really quite a dance, a dance of life to be able to post two episodes weekly uh, with everything else I've had going on. And that, that would be fine if I was a little more stable. But, uh, you know, now I am planning to start finishing. I need to finish this book. I've been writing literally for a year. I wrote about 500 pages and then I realized I wrote way too much. And I needed to have a clear direction with it. This was several months ago. And then I had my epiphany that led to me getting Dance of Life back down, you know, and so on and so forth. So now I'm like, okay, I'm going to rebrand. I've got everything done. And uh, I'm going to basically reserve some time for myself and build that momentum so that I can really finish this book in the next three months, which is by March of, you know, this in 2019 when you're hearing this. So, uh, I want to finish this book by the first quarter of 2019. So because of that, I will be recording and publishing only one episode per week uh, for the podcast, at least, you know, for the first three to six months next year. I really want to get back up to like two episodes, three episodes even, you know, but it's really quite a time crunch with everything else going on. So I just want to let you know that it's something I'm committed to, to really keep growing this thing. Uh, but in the, in the short term, I have to just do one, one episode a week and that will probably be on Fridays. So we'll, like I said, this will be, today will be the last episode of the year, 2018. 
And we'll we'll start back on January 18th with some interviews. I still have a bunch of them that I haven't posted. I interviewed a lot of people in 2018, uh, and most of them are published, but I still got a good like eight or ten that haven't. So I'll start back on January 18th. That's a, a Friday. And every Friday we'll do episodes. So, and as things go, we'll see. You know, I, I would love maybe buy, invest a, in a portable recorder and maybe record things on the fly and publish for you guys that way. But next year is going to be really fun. And I'm really excited. Thank you for sticking with me through this episode and getting caught up. So you're on the same page as me and so on. And, you know, like I said, it's a brand new name, Dance of Life podcast. Uh, it's a brand new website. I'm planning on releasing a book. In the first quarter, I, I want to have a workbook, a PDF workbook. So basically, uh, you know, the drill, everybody does these kinds of things, but I am going to convert a planner that I've created for my dance students to help them reach their goals as fast as possible. It's a really cool plan. It's, it's called my dance planner, D-A-N-C-E. And that's going to be an acronym for dream, accomplish, nurture, conquer, and execute. It's a really cool program. It was part of this whole epiphany that I had. <clears throat> excuse me, two or three months ago. And that's something that I want to convert for the average person without any dance experience that will help them dialogue about what's important to you and how can you basically take specific actions towards that goal. That's really what it's in a nutshell. So I want to create that as a workbook that will go with the book I'm releasing. I want to create some online content, some cool exercises, video content exercises, I would love to do a video podcast in the future, but video is a lot of work and it's going to require that I, I have a little bit better surroundings right now. I'm actually living at home, living with my parents. I had to move out of my condo. I'm renting it out. Like I said, I had some crazy things happen this summer, but as things stabilize, I would love in the future to start creating video podcasts. So you can definitely count on that for now. It's just going to be audio uh, and that's pretty good too. I'm very grateful to be able to share that with you. Uh, the next round of interviews, I don't know when that's going to be. So pretty much my interviews are going to last me all the way through March, the ones that I, I still have yet to post. Uh, after that, it'll probably be a, lot, be a lot of my solo episodes. And I would love to interview, again, people on all those things like gratitude, transformation, entrepreneurship, uh, what makes you successful, that kind of thing. So if you have any ideas, something that you would find valuable, you know, would you like to hear about what motivates people? What gets them up in the morning? How do they deal with, you know, big changes in their life? You know, what are strategies about overcoming certain emotions? You know, whatever. Let me know because that helps me structure the future and plan what I'm releasing. Um, and another thing too, I was thinking about maybe creating a Facebook group, but again, I'm not sure if that will be something that that's going to create value. You know, so you have to let me know if that's something I'm thinking about it. I've debated it back and forth. Um, I don't have a hell of a lot of people basically on my Facebook page. So I, I didn't want to create an extraneous, you know, another variable for people to think about. So let me know if that's something you want to do. You know, maybe we can create it later in the year. Uh, so anyway, I would like to thank you for listening, for following me, uh, for being here. If you've been here since the beginning, if you've been here, you know, for two weeks. Thank you so much for listening and for giving me a chance to share what's most valuable to me. Uh, stay in touch. You know, register on my website if you haven't. That will give you regular podcast episodes and updates and all the things that I'm creating. I like I said, I have a lot of things planned for next year. I'm super, super excited. It's going to be really cool, uh, and I can't wait to share that with you. Thank you for being with me on this journey, and thank you to all my interviewees. You know that have 
been with me on this journey that have been there and and helped me become a better interviewer and helped me learn so much. I've learned so much from the people I've interviewed and through this whole process. It's been quite a ride. A year is a long time. This is a good time right now. This is middle of December, almost the end of the year. I can't even believe it. What will you create next year? Use the time right now to ask yourself the big questions. Like I said, as a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, it forces you. It forces you to ask yourself these big questions. But that's something that you you should be doing on your own anyway. If you want a fulfilled life, use the timing. You know, sometimes timing can force us. There's a lot of things that, that are external uh, variables that, that can act in a way to to force our hands. So timing is one of them. You know, when it's the new year, everybody does what? New Year's resolutions. So this is a good time to pick up on that energy, to ask yourself, what is it that's most important to you? Why are you doing the things you're doing? Should you change anything? And where are you going in the next year? What are you doing with the the people in your life, the relationships in your life? Where are those? Where is that going? What do you want to do? You know, those kind of things. Who are you? What do you believe in? Those are pretty scary questions. But take some time for yourself. You know, use this time right now to reset and to clarify the message of who you are. It doesn't matter if you have your own business or not. It's it's a fundamental part of our existence to find ourselves, to discover who we are. So thank you for joining me on that journey in the last year as I've discovered more and more who I am. So thank you very much. I have talked your ear off. Stay tuned for some exciting, exciting stuff next year. Like I said, we're going to take a break. So if you're hearing this episode, we aren't going to be back until... January 18th, that's a Friday, and every Friday we'll be doing episodes um, probably for a couple of months at least until the book is released. And let me know. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. So have a wonderful holiday whenever you're hearing this, wherever you are. I hope you're having an awesome time. Remember that life is short. I have, I recorded that specifically at the end of my my new outro. <laughs> life is short. You might as well learn to dance your way through it. And I mean that. It's not just a catchy little slogan. I mean that. Learn to dance your way through situations. Don't struggle. Learn to dance your way through them. You know, find the music in the beat and the rhythm of life, even when it's stressful. So thank you so much. And I wish you an amazing, amazing time. We'll see you on the flip side. You're listening to the Dance of Life podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. Join me weekly as I discuss my most meaningful life lessons and strategies on entrepreneurship, transformation, gratitude, and how to dance your way through life. For the latest content and bonus material, make sure you get subscribed using your favorite listening platform. And if you like today's episode or want to contribute to a future episode, share your ideas and keep the conversation going at danceoflife.com. And remember, life is short, so you might as well learn to dance your way through it. Until next time, I'm Tudor Alexander, and this is The Dance of Life.